Hey, it's Megan. Uh, FYI, Emily and I recorded this back in July of last year, so I'll not do a giant backlog of episodes again. I know it was annoying for those of you who knew specific people who were going to be on the show or who you yourselves were on the show with me. Uh, next month, you'll have a fresh episode. In the meantime, I think you'll really love this episode with Emily. It was a lot of fun to record, so enjoy! Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, Megan Tripp. Today, my guest is Emily Aguila. Hi, Emily, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm also good. So, um, can you remember what this movie's called? Because I'm not sure I can. <laughs> this movie? Uh, the, yeah. The Sweetest Heart? Sweetest Heart, yes. I think that's right. I have to admit, this movie did not leave much of an impression on my brain. <laughs> no, no. it And anything that it did was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it like leaving my memory as I was watching it. And I was like, I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I felt like I was looking at the time and I'm like, this is really long movie for the kind of movie that it is. And I feel like I'm wasting yes. these hours. Like, I could be doing anything else. Yes. It, it, <laughs> my sister, she, she was like, oh, I like Hallmark movies. I'll watch it with you. So she starts watching it with me and then she gets an hour in and she's like, I can't do it anymore. I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, and she just left I the get, room. <laughs> no, I totally understand. I totally get it. Like, I get why people like Hallmark movies, but watching this one makes me realize why I don't like Hallmark movies. <laughs> It's like, oh, this is the perfect example of all of that. Yes. Huh. So I guess I guess we'll try to explain all that happened, which probably won't take that long because not very much happens. <laughs> no, it's not. For as long as it is, it's really bland. Yes, that is the main adjective, I think. Like all the <laughs> characters are bland. The town in which they live that's outside of Chicago is really bland. Yeah. Um, the cupcakes are probably really dummy, but you can't really eat those. So nope. that doesn't really help. <laughs> um, our main character is Maddie, and we see her at the beginning with her, like, I don't know if it's her high school sweetheart, I guess. I think that's what it was, yeah. And uh, his name is Nate. And his favorite dessert is chocolate red velvet. Which is and redundant because isn't red velvet already chocolate? That's what I thought. <laughs> like, I'm not a baker, but I'm pretty sure, like, you just add, like, beet coloring to a chocolate cake and then <laughs> yeah. put, like, you know, cream cheese frosting on it. And then that's a red velvet cake. <laughs> Unless you don't put in the red and it's just all chocolate and you I don't know I don't know yeah I maybe she puts extra chocolate in it and that's why maybe maybe who knows <laughs> anyways this is like the one like key detail that like shows that she loves him is that she bakes his favorite thing and <laughs> then he goes off to college and then they have like a long-term or, I mean, long-distance relationship for, like, four years. 
and we we hear this later and but we skip ahead what 14 years after that scene i that that sounds about right yeah it, it literally and, is like I, it's it's lost on me <laughs> Uh, and she still lives in this small town called Indian Lake. And uh, it kept like tripping me up because I kept expecting them to say Indian River because that's like a town. That's <laughs> <near> <laughs> I'm like, no, it's Indian River. Oh, wait, right. There might be like lakes up in wherever you are. <laughs> that's just, just outside of Chicago. What's that? Yeah, it's just outside of Chicago. Oh, okay. Apparently. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah, they must be in Illinois then. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Is Illinois um, known for its lakes? Probably. I feel like most of the Midwest into the east have lakes I, I don't know if it has any like special lakes or if it's just you know a lake <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um so she she goes jogging by this lake like i don't know every 20 minutes in the movie <laughs> she does and she has she's an awkward runner <laughs> like I was watching her run. It's like, I've never seen another human run like that before. I just kept thinking like, okay, I get it. Like she runs. Do we have to see it this many times? Like, I know. It's like, yeah, it just she's felt fit. like there was Good so much her. filler in this movie. There, oh my God, that was. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and it turns out she has her own cafe that serves cupcakes. But the oven might die at any moment and the coffee maker might die at any moment. And then her employee tells her this every morning. (laughs) And then every morning she says, I can't do anything about it. I don't have the money. Stop telling me this. (laughs) And it's a shame that both of these things are broken because the name of the shop is literally cupcakes and coffee. Oh, is that the name of the shop? Yeah. (laughs) And I thought that is a terrible name. I mean, that sounds like what you would put, like, below the name of your shop, like, to explain what it is. But, like, yeah. it should be, like, sprinkles or sweet or, I don't know, like, not just store that serves you food. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> she has, like, a huge space, but she wants to make it bigger, I guess. And she doesn't have the money for it. So she talks to... Who is Alex in all this? He's not the actual investor, but she... He's... I I don't... To an investor. Yeah, I don't... I think he's somebody that knew her friend, and then she tried to set them up, and then that's how they met. Oh, okay. I think. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he likes her and after she has the initial meeting with the investor, he asks her out and she immediately says no because she wants to focus on work, which is more of an excuse. (laughs) It's more that she's just hung up on her ex. Who she, I don't know, dumped 
10 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Girl, let it go. Oof, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he he comes back to Indian Lake and is doing, I guess there's a small college there? Or I think it's a hospital. Of study or something? Oh, okay. Something like that. Um, and he's doing a lecture once a week there. And it's going to help him be able to get some sort of research position, he's thinking. And that's why he came back. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think that's how those things normally go. I I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. But he has like a ton of free time. That's all I know. Yeah. For a doctor, he's really not busy at all, especially for a cardiologist. Yeah. That, that was what's so strange. He, like, lectures literally for an hour a week and then seems to be, like, available to, like, bake or design websites. Or just or to hang whatever. out. Yeah. Yeah. Take impromptu <laughs> camping trips or whatever. Sure. You know, hang out with a physician's assistant all the time. Fine. <laughs> He's also nice. not busy. Yeah. <laughs> How did you, what did you think about the physician's assistant? What is that was Charlie? Yeah. Okay. So genu- genuinely him mm-hmm. and like his whole thing in the movie, him and Chloe mm-hmm. was literally my favorite mm-hmm. part of this entire movie. Me too. Like that's the movie like I more wanted. to that story than any of the other plots in this movie. Yes. That was the movie that I wanted to watch, and I was being forced to watch these other people do their thing. Yeah. So, uh, Maddie's employees, Chloe, she went to high school with Charlie. Charlie does not recognize her, but when Nate and Charlie go into the cupcake shop, he's, like, immediately smitten by who he thinks is someone new to him. Yeah. And then Chloe has always had this crush on him already way more interesting than anything else in this movie (laughs) i know and then every time that he sees her she runs away and it's like okay something's going on here let's figure this out don't worry about the other two they're done (laughs) yeah they have like i don't know three scenes together there's the scene where they meet there's a scene at the community fundraiser Oh, yeah, that, that convenient place where all of the plot points are meeting together. <laughs> it was like, it was weird. It was almost as if they had a couple of pages of a script about a, helping out a community center. And they're like, eh, this script's a little thin. We can tack that on. That'll be fine. <laughs> also, did you, speaking of fixing the community, did you ever get the name of the sole person of color in this movie because I'm sure they said her name once and they never refer to it again. The name of what? The lady, the, I don't even know what her position is. The black lady that was in the movie. I didn't. I had to look at IMDb. Her name apparently was Emma. Okay. Because they, I feel like they've never, they never say it in the movie. They say everybody else's name except for hers. Yeah. Her character was interesting because it felt like she was like a couple years older than Maddie and they've been friends for a long time. Yeah. And yet like 
Emma is the one who always always gives advice to Maddie. And like they almost have what feels like a therapist like, almost yeah relationship. But she's like a pseudo big sister kind of. Yeah. And I was kind of like curious, how did you two meet? Like did she like were you an a nerdy like sophomore in high school and she like decided to be like nice to you as a senior and then like that was kind of like the mode you were in for the rest of your lives or also what does she, she do like, like she's the one or something yeah she's the one that's like spearheading the renovate whatever lake indian lake but is she the mayor is she who is she yeah she's like some sort of community organizer i guess like maybe they i don't know are involved in like business in the area together and they like network together. I don't know. There's not like there is warmth there and they talk about personal things, but there's something they're not buddies. Yeah. There's like a different kind of relationship there, which was like fine. Like there's all sorts of different types of relationships, but it's like without any context, it's like, who is this woman? And she's (laughs) always there. She's always there. And also, but also still way more interesting than the main character. Yeah. Like, who are you? I also want to learn about you. I want to see Chloe and Charlie, and I want to learn about this black lady. That's the movie I want. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I was way more interested in, like, all that compared to Nate. Oh, my God. Nate was just, like, this doctor guy who, like, had this long-distance relationship with this girl and didn't break it off, even though he wasn't really feeling it anymore. And now he's come back to town. He's like, oh, I guess I need to make it up to you because, like, you don't like me anymore. And (laughs) I guess I need to flirt with you at all times, even though I don't really care one way or the other about you. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he, I wrote down this one line that he said in the middle of one of his lectures, and it sounds like something that you would find in a Hallmark movie. And he's talking about, because he's obviously, he's a cardiologist, and he's like, we need to operate from the heart. I'm like, no, that's not what doctors do. They're supposed to not use their hearts. They need to be clinical. Yeah, his whole lecture series is about bedside manner. And uh, (laughs) like, that's important. But like six weeks of that, like you'd think it would have to do with like, I don't know, like bedside manner and like a few other things maybe, but like just bedside manner, six weeks. And also his lectures are really personal. Like he's interjecting his own life story. Like, again... Not what doctors are supposed to be doing, sir. <laughs> it's also strange that, like, like sometimes, you know, you'll go to a special event after um, class and it's, like, open to people in your department and to, like, everyone. And someone special comes in and they'll give, like, a speech and people will applaud. But if it's, like, a regular lecture in a le- regular classroom, no one ever applauds. This no. man gets an applause break every time he speaks and I'm like that's not a thing (laughs) (laughs) it was so bizarre (laughs) this this entire also and this is just a nitpicky thing for me and it's gonna sound so weird when I say it out loud but his voice was a lot older than his face right like he sounded older than he looked (laughs) I didn't really notice that (laughs) I just noticed that he seemed like 
I don't know, overly, like, casual about everything. Yes. Like, I don't know. If someone is that driven to, like, become a cardiologist and all of that and, like, is passionate about getting back together with their ex, like, they should be, like, really intense. But he is just like, let me eat this pizza with french fries on it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's so laid back the entire time. It just felt really weird. Yeah, th- this, there's so much with this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> um, where where are we in the story? I guess she she has the meeting with the investor. Yeah, the investor. We were talking about Charlie. That's how this all started. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, Nate comes back to town. He's doing a teaching job. He meets Charlie. Charlie takes him around. Charlie shows him this bakery called, what is it? Coffee and Cupcakes? Cupcakes. (laughs) Cupcakes. Oh, dear. And uh, then he realizes, oh, my goodness, Maddie made her dreams come true. It's got to be her bakery. So he goes in to congratulate her, and she is properly pissed and is like, can I help you? Like, why are you even here? <laughs> <laughs> Which was pretty great. That was probably my favorite part. Yeah. Um, Charlie talks to Chloe. Chloe is acting really goofy. We don't know yet that they used to go to high school together. You can tell that Charlie's really into her, though. Um, oh, yeah. Nate says, I want to buy four dozen cupcakes right now. Which... Wouldn't that clear their inventory if he's not asking for it in the future? Yeah. Yeah. Usually if you're going to order that many cupcakes, you need to place an order because they need to prepare them. But it seems like the way he's going to win her back is like by throwing money at her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's one way to a girl's heart, I suppose. I mean, I say, go ahead and try with me. It may not work, but go ahead and try. I won't mind. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, yeah, you can give me 300 bucks. That's cool. <laughs> um, Then he has her deliver six dozen cupcakes at the hospital to um, the residents or whoever it is he's te- teaching. And they're like, oh my gosh, we love these and we want you to bake for parties and whatever. Also, um, they're also really informal with her. Like, oh, Maddie, I love your cupcakes. Like, how does everybody know her name? Yeah, he said it, but usually when you introduce the owner of a shop, you don't really pay attention when they say the name of the owner. Yeah. It was like, it was like everyone knew, oh, that's Maddie. She has a bakery. I'll get to that place eventually, I guess, whatever. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, now I've eaten this cupcake. It's changed my life. I need to go buy some cupcakes (laughs) i need 15 dozen now (laughs) she has really weird flavors like she has pine nut as a like icing flavor yeah i don't uh, it just fits with her and everything else (laughs) in this movie (laughs) like okay sure i guess (laughs) that's what i said a lot of the time as i was watching this i was just like okay (laughs) yeah yeah, it's like, mm, yep, this makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, She, right, she got asked out on a date. She initially declined it. Then she decided later to accept it. 
Yeah. I forgot why she changed her mind. Do you remember why she changed her mind? I don't even think they acknowledge why she changed her mind. She just does. Okay. <laughs> that she was she was talking. I think she was talking to Nate, and she was like, "Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know." Yeah, I guess she was like, "Yeah, you're not that special. I really should move on." <laughs> but she immediately reverses this thinking. Because she goes out on a couple of fancy dates with this uh, investor guy. And he seems, like, nice. And it was kind of nice that they didn't try to make him a jerk or anything. I did like that, yeah. Like, sometimes there's just no spark. But a lot of the times when she was, like, complaining to her friends why she didn't like him, she was like, oh, he just wants different things. And it's like... The biggest one that they kept doing <laughs> is, like, the, sometimes you just want pizza. It's like... Are you pizza? What does pizza mean? But the big, like, it's the whole thing so with casual. them is. She is. And it's so bizarre because she uses that, like, to describe things. It's like, okay, we get it. He's a big, guess what they were trying to do is like, he's a big city guy. So, you know, there are different people. But it's like, just say that. Stop using euphemisms. Oh, sometimes you want pizza and also... sometimes you want oysters. Oh, my God. Also, he, he's he been on two dates with you. Do you really think that you're at the por- point in the relationship where you can just kind of, like, be super casual around each other? Also, yeah. you're not inviting him to do the things you want to do. Like, you could say to him, like, hey, have you ever hiked? There's this really pretty lake in our town. Like, we should go hike it sometime if you're interested. But she doesn't. Yeah. She just doesn't even try with him at all. And the real reason she doesn't want to date him is because she's still hung up on Nate. But she doesn't want to admit that. So she's just like, uh, pizza, oysters, am I right? And everyone's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, pizza, whatever, crazy lady. <laughs> um, she, has, she also has a blonde friend who is engaged. And I don't know why we're supposed to care about this. But the blonde friend is an interior designer. And the fiance is a... Con, uh, contractor to yeah. help her when she secures the funding. Uh, there's a scene later on where the blonde woman is like annoyed at her fiance as they're looking at a venue for the wedding and like it starts getting tense and Maddie leaves because she's like I don't want to be here for this and I'm like I don't want to be here for this either Maddie. <laughs> that was the smartest thing she's done in the entire movie. Uh, and and then eventually the blonde woman's like, you need to like deal with the fact that we're getting married and stop putting it off. And then at the end, he's like, my parents had a really long engagement and that's why I want a long engagement. <laughs> that's... And I was like, what? Like, did your parents get married like when you were eight and therefore you witnessed their long engagement? Because otherwise, what are you talking about? I know. And at first I thought that I don't know why, but I thought that he was Maddie's brother. And I'm like, okay, that's why she's invested. And I was like, no, this is just some dude. Who cares? Yeah, it's just like this blonde woman is her friend. And I guess she's the maid of honor or something. And so she's like always tagging along to like help figure out the wedding. But like, I kind of liked the idea of having like a small town and a lot of different characters and a lot of different stories. But 
all the stories were boring and none of the characters were interesting. And I was like, I don't, I don't care about this woman. I don't care about her long engagement. I don't, why? No, why if are you you're telling me this, if everybody's gonna be interconnected, make it interesting. Make the main characters interesting. Also, the blonde lady is so irritating. She's like, I mean, she's trying to encourage her friend to get dating again, which, I mean, it's been 10 years. Her friend, if she's interested at all in dating, should not be waiting around to do so. Right. But I forget what she says, but she's super obnoxious about the whole thing. She really is. She just came off like, not pretentious, but whatever's just below that. (laughs) Like, slightly condescending? Yeah, that's the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like... I don't even remember what she says, but she's just like... You're alone, and you're too in love with your job, and you're gonna die alone, and that's terrible, (laughs) and you're pathetic. (laughs) And it's like, whoa! It's like, well, lady, we can't all have the selling relationship that you have. (laughs) Where your guy is, like, lukewarm on you and, like, could marry you or maybe will, like, not. Who cares? Like, yeah. Eh. <laughs> and will they get married? Won't they get married? Who cares? <laughs> also, they talk about how when they were younger, they used to play Bride. And Ugh. I'm curious, did you ever play Bride as a child? No, not Bride per se. Dress up, yeah, but... I don't think, I think that was more my cousin, you know, who was the one that was planning her wedding since she was four, but I never did yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like in movies all the time, it's like, oh, remember when we played Bride? And I'm like, I don't know any women who have. <laughs> like, like I remember playing, I don't know, like, I remember playing Power Rangers. I remember playing um, Teacher. There was something else I can't remember, but never really bride. Oh, princesses. We pretended to be princesses. Yeah. Like, all things that are way more interesting than playing bride. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I remember me and my friends, we used to pretend to be the Spice Girls, and it was like a version of reality where they all lived together in a house. <laughs> right, like you would see on the TV shows. Right, right. Or we played this game called, like, babysitter where like everyone was a baby except for one person and then like everyone like just ran around and then the babysitter had to like go out and like essentially it was tag and then you had to like collect all the babies again (laughs) that sounds so much fun (laughs) it was pretty good (laughs) like i would play if i was an adult i would play that now it's like we gotta get the babies But yeah, I've never, I've never done like a fake wedding. I think I may have done like a fake wedding for like my stuffed animal Simba and my stuffed animal Nala, but like that was it. (laughs) But they were meant to be together. That just, that's different. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also like would pretend to like have almost like political summits with different animals and Simba. (laughs) (laughs) I was a weird kid. (laughs) 
You sound like the friend that I wish I had when I was nine. (laughs) (laughs) See, all better games than Bride. I don't know. But it, the, in way movies, better all women play bride <laughs> because of course they do <laughs> oh boy okay so she's going on dates and Alex the investor guy is nice but she's not into it Nate says that he's gonna help her with a website the entire time I felt like they were gonna like just turn to the camera and start talking about like Squarespace or something <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> It's like, do you need a 24-hour customer support? <laughs> also, again... Because I'm around. <laughs> he's a doctor. How much time does he have on his hands? Websites are... I mean, it's fairly easy to put one together, but not when you're a doctor. And he's like, oh, and I'm going to show up with my phone and... Also, blatant product placement. Pl- product placement, I can't speak. I mean, it's like, I use my iPhone and my Apple computer, and it's just like, okay... We get who paid for the movie. But then he's like, yeah, I'm going to show up with yeah. my iPhone and I'm going to take pictures for my website that I'm building you. I'm just like, how benevolent of you? Again, he's like trying to make things right between them because she's mad at him. And so he's just going to bend over backwards until she yeah. likes him again. And you kind of just want to be like, dude, sometimes things end messy. And... It's sad, but you should let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Like, stop it. (laughs) But he doesn't. He does not, and he doesn't get the memo to stop it either. (laughs) No. Also, whenever the best friend, whenever the, the pretentious friend and him are in the same room, she addresses him by first and last name. It's like, okay, we get it. You're annoyed with him, but tone it down, lady. Uh, those were actually like some of my favorite parts like especially when she's like so how long are you in town like six weeks or something yeah that was pretty good and he was like oh what and she's like you're staying in town how long how long are you staying in town when are you leaving (laughs) and he's like uh I don't don't know I mean I guess it could be a cardiologist anywhere but (laughs) Like, I want to be a researcher. So, like, maybe Italy. I don't know. Ugh. Uh, and then she has to bake a lot of cupcakes to impress the investor. Um, which, what? <laughs> that only works if she already said, I need a lot of people here. And let's have a lot of people here. And then make sure there's a lot of cupcakes to feed these people. But she, like, at first seems to be baking, like... I don't know, five dozen cupcakes for one person, which, why would you do that? (laughs) Yeah. Also, your investor, I mean, they care about your business, but they don't care what the food tastes like. They just care that you're not poisoning people. (laughs) Right. Like, uh, how how much traffic are you getting? Uh, How much traffic would you get if you expanded? Um, Are you on trend like, all these sorts yeah. of things. They don't necessarily be like, oh, well, this is my favorite food, therefore I'm going to give you money. Yeah, because she's like, so, I need to make, I need to make like, four dozen of this one specific because it's her favorite. How do you know that? Did she specifically say, I love these cupcakes? 
when she visited her the first time, she was like, here's a couple of my cupcakes, and the favorite of the investor was the maple one. But, like, oh, I totally she's supposed that. to be taking... We don't see her take a bag of, like, I don't know, 60 cupcakes with her. So I no. don't know what the point of all that was. <laughs> but the oven finally goes and it burns the cupcakes. So then they have to use the industrial kitchen in the hospital. And of course, she knows one person who works at the hospital. It's Nate. So she calls him and she's like, I need to use the kitchen in the in hospital. hospital. You know, and then like he's you like, do. Okay. <laughs> and then they bake. And also. This such a shortcut. This um, I I don't think this is a nitpick this time, but for somebody who's a baker, she's really bad at cracking eggs. Like I was watching them while they're doing it. She's spilling things everywhere. Oh she doesn't know how to fill the cupcake trays correctly because she's making a mess. Like I'm not a baker, but even I know you're not supposed to get the batter on the tray. It's supposed to go in the cup. Yeah, <laughs> there's a scene where they're cracking eggs like crazy like oh aren't they baking up a fury and she's like <laughs> it's like she's never done it before in her life she's like oh gosh oh no <laughs> every time and it's like why are you showing us this <laughs> he's he's way better at it than she is also that's he doesn't work at the hospital he's a guest lecturer how does he have access to the kitchens i don't know he just smashed it like flashed his smile and they were like oh, okay that's fine <laughs> I guess um so there's a montage and they're like laughing throughout it like this is so much fun this isn't stressful at all and um then they're like icing as they go and it didn't make any sense because the icing should have melted the cupcakes are way too hot I'm like that doesn't make sense <laughs> Like, have you ever watched a baking show? <laughs> they never give them enough time, and then the icing always melts, and then they're like, ah, your icing's melted, and they're like, you didn't give me enough time to cool down my cake. Yeah. Every baking show is like that. Well, of course my icing is melted. It's, you only gave me ten minutes. The, the inside's also not cooked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always love that on, like, Hell's Kitchen. He's like, you have two minutes to cook something. Oh, I know. And then he's like, it's still cold. And it's like, yeah, you gave me two minutes to cook it. Like, what do you want? <laughs> Unless you want something tartar, like, it's not going to work. It's like, if you need sushi, that, I mean, I can whip it in two minutes. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just screams at them, it's raw. <laughs> anyway. And yet that's still my favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they manage to bake all the cupcakes in the world. It occurs to her, I've made this meeting at nine o'clock on a Monday and no one comes in at this time of day for cupcakes. And I'm like, if no one's coming in at that time of day for cupcakes, why the hell are you open? <laughs> yeah. Like, I... I uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just... Uh. But these are her normal hours. It's just that she's not going to have a lot of traffic. And then she's concerned that the investor's going to think that there's low traffic, even though presumably in her report, she explains when her high traffic is. So you would think, yeah, Nate goes to a supermarket and says, who wants a free cupcake? Everyone wants a free cupcake. They all go to the cupcake shop and he's like, I'm going to buy cupcakes for everybody. 
and okay if somebody shows up just screaming who wants a free cupcake <laughs> how is that not immediately suspicious like do not follow this strange man who's screaming about cupcakes i mean it's that's one just thing. a general rule it's one thing if you're in a supermarket and somebody has like a tray of food then you're like oh, okay a sample yes <laughs> but if it's like come with me it's like i don't know about that <laughs> It's like, isn't this supposed to be a small town that everybody knows everybody? You don't know him. You've not seen him in over 10 years. And he's screaming about cupcakes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They just, they really wanted free cupcakes. They just needed that pick-me-up on a Monday morning. And they were like, yes. I guess. Take me to cupcakes. Also, at 9 o'clock in the morning is way too early for cupcakes. Oh, I don't know. I could probably eat a cupcake at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think my biggest gripe is because I don't really like cake in general. So I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. Like, she keeps using pizza as a metaphor. If she served pizza, I'd be all for it. <laughs> that would make more sense. It's like, yeah, I like... could. Pizza I could have at nine o'clock in the morning. That's not a problem. Yeah. Or if she was like somebody who is making a diner or something. And she's like, you know, I'm just more of a diner gal than I am like a fancy restaurant girl. Like, <laughs> but yes. Anyways. Um, but alas, we did not write this movie. <laughs> so, I don't know. Nate and her meet at one point, and he has french fries on a pizza, <laughs> and he loves it. And he sees that she's taking phone calls from a guy, and is like, oh, she might have a boyfriend. Um, during... <laughs> This other scene with the investor who gives her the money. Um, he sees Alex and Alex sees him and they look at each other like, oh, you like her? <laughs> Tension. Um, and then pretty much she she's talking to her friends a lot and her friends are like, you're still really in love with Nate. And there was a couple of like nice lines like... Um, you can acknowledge what it was and accept what it is. Yeah. I'm just looking through my notes to see if anything else happens. <laughs> um, no. Oh, that one. Oh, no. No. Just no. <laughs> uh... I did have something about Alex, though. Like, and I don't know what it is about him, but he just gives me this weird vibe. What what's the vibe? Just I don't know if it's he's too pretty or what, but he he's like awkwardly pompous. Yeah, there was something like his lines were charming enough, but there was something <laughs> like in in his like, eyes. Like, like I feel like he's <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like there was a draft where he was the villain, and they decided to not go with it, but the actor is still kind of playing it like he is. Like he is what? Like he's a villain. Like he's supposed to be, like, the bad boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And then the the writers were like, nah, we don't want to do that this time. Yeah, but he's already, like, committed to being kind of a creep. <laughs> 
Yes. So there's something behind the eyes that's like, I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> and I would also watch that movie. Right? <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Because he flies her off to Chicago for something. Or is that later in the movie? What does he do? That he flies her to Chicago for dinner. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that that's what that um after the call and she says, "Yes, that's where their date is." And he takes her to this like restaurant that's in Chicago and he orders like 15 oysters or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Later she goes to his office and she's like um, I need to talk to you in person. <laughs> this isn't working out. We want different <laughs> things. And uh, he's like, okay, I understand. And she's like, bye. And then she leaves. <laughs> that was the least messy breakup. Yeah, it's the least messy movie breakup I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, I came here for a purpose. I have met my objective. I am now going to leave. <laughs> It's like, alright. <laughs> My planet needs me. <laughs> uh, Nate gets a research opportunity. He has to leave, like, the next week. And then he takes uh, Maddie on a date. And then he's like, I got an opportunity to do a thing. And she's like, oh, so you're leaving? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, so you're leaving then? <laughs> <laughs> and then I stop paying attention to this movie altogether. I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> So, so he leaves, he goes to Boston, uh, she's super upset, but she's still, you know, renovating the cupcake place. The couple that, the marriage couple are still fighting or whatever. And then they kind of make up, I guess, but they do it right in front of Maddie, who's super uncomfortable about it because she just woke up with her boyfriend of three days and then he comes back and after she reopens Alex is also there for reasons and I think that's the end of the movie yeah she gives the ring back at some point that's pretty much it and then he gives the ring back to her again he kind of like he kind of proposes I'm actually I'm not gonna lie that one was kind of sweet he's like you know and I made a mistake and uh, now I'm coming back and I'm here to stay I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. So I guess he's going to work at that hospital as a cardiologist and is giving up on research and she's going to bake cupcakes. Living the dream. Yep. <laughs> Although our favorite, our, our actual favorite part of the movie, they do get together. So he's like, I feel, I'm sorry that I didn't recognize you. Can we please start over again? And she's like, yes. Hi, I'm Chloe. And I'm just like, Let's watch that movie now, because I want to see this couple. Yeah, I, I want a spinoff about uh, <laughs> Chloe and Charlie getting together. <laughs> they were cute. Yes, I do. Also, so Nate is there proposing to Maddie, and Alex is there just watching the entire thing. Like, why would you stay for that? Isn't that your ex-girlfriend? I don't know. Maybe he thought it would be too conspicuous if he left right at that moment. So he's like, 
I need to like, I don't know, eat a cupcake and chit chat with other people and then I'll leave. <laughs> Although yeah, like, I, they... no one knows this guy really. You could duck out and no one would care. <laughs> yeah. But, the only yeah. reason he's there yeah. is for her because she asked him to be there and he said maybe. Yeah, he, he could have just been like, oh, I couldn't make it. Like, don't even show up. <laughs> also, the scene, like, it's showing, it, it's right before that whole proposal thing. And they're all together and they're all laughing. And they are all giving the most artificial laughter, like it's grating. It's like you could have just put in a laugh track and that would have sounded more real. Because they're all just sitting on a couch and laughing. And I'm like, what's the joke? Yeah, that happens earlier, too, when um, Nate and her are baking together. And, like, nothing's really funny. And yet they're, like, laughing a lot. Like, we are enjoying this so much. And, like, it... Yeah. I guess it's over time she gets less stressed and she gets, like, more into it. But I'm like... I think I would still be, like, really... Like, she hasn't slept all night because of this business proposal thing, and she's, like, baking furiously. It's kind of weird to think that she's, like, immediately, like... Like, her ah. being... I liked... I liked her being punchy. That was, like, my favorite Maddie of the entire movie, because that's when she seemed most animated. Yeah. But the rest of it just made no sense. Yeah. All right. I think... We're ready to judge this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we have one to five stars in terms of quality and then uh, one to five whatevers in terms of how mockable it is. So I don't know if we want to do cupcakes. We can do cupcakes. Okay. Uh, I think for quality, like, there's nothing... In terms of the writing, that's, like, really crazy or stupid. And the acting is competent. Um, some strange choices here and there, but it's competent. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. So, I guess I'll give it, like, a three in terms of stars. Uh, in terms of, like, goofy fun, like, I don't know, zero. Because <laughs> I had no fun at all. Um- I didn't have fun making fun of it. I didn't have fun enjoying the romance of it. I didn't have fun thinking about cupcake dreams or cardiologist dreams. I was just like, no. (laughs) The entire time I was like, why is this movie still on? It's so long. Nothing is happening. It's so long. So what are your... Yeah. I think... I'm going to go 2.5 for the movie because it was, they all seemed a little stilted. Like the most interesting people really were Charlie, who was a background character, and Chloe, who kind of annoyed me from time to time. Everybody else felt pointless. The main, the main characters were the worst. Yeah. Um... As for the being able to make fun of it, I mean, it was a lot of nitpicky things that bothered me, like his face. <laughs> but, um, so I would probably give that one like a two. Okay. 
two cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks for watching this boring movie <laughs> and talking with me. <laughs> You know what? I have more fun talking about it than watching it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where can people find you if they they want you? Um, I have a couple of podcasts. I have one that's already out. It's called The World of Tomorrow that I do with uh, Steve Guntley. It's a Futurama podcast that we basically just go through the entire... Uh, it's just episode by episode guide. And then we give our opinions on the episodes. Um, I have another one that's coming out. It's, it is a lot. We're actually on a little bit of a hiatus right now because he's super busy with work. Um, but we have the entire first season is out. So we just have one episode from the second season and then we have to get back into it. Um, I have another podcast that I'm start. It's another uh, episode by episode one. It's not as long. It's called Go and Cast, and it's a Danny Phantom podcast. Um, that one's not out yet, but it should be coming out within the next couple of weeks. So, and then I have it's kind of like a review Twitter where I just live tweet movies that I'm while I'm watching them, and it's just at Emily Tweets. And it's literally just the stream of conscience as I'm watching a movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I It's all the thoughts. It's oh I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say I I thought that that sounded like a fun, easy thing to do. I tried doing it once and I was like, this this is actually really hard to live tweet something. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like all the conversations you want to have during a movie when you're in the theaters, but you don't want to disrupt everybody else. So I just tweet it. And it's like, I did one, I'm doing all the uh, DC animated movies right now. And so the last one that I did was uh, focused on Batman and his son. And like one of the tweets was like, you know, it must be fun having Batman be your dad because he's Batman, but it will also suck because he's Batman. So it's stuff like that. <laughs> and there's like seven tweets about pizza because they had a slice of pizza in the movie and I could not get pizza out of my head. So they don't even always go with the movie. They just happen to be what I'm thinking at the moment <laughs> while I'm watching the movie. That sounds like fun. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was a lot more fun <laughs> than uh, suffering through really bland people talk about how they like pizza yeah it was <laughs> um everybody listening don't uh forget to uh rate and review the show and share it with a friend um you can follow us on twitter at an abm podcast you can find the show at not another bad movie podcast.libsyn.com you can search for us on facebook um just search for us in general you'll you'll find something <laughs> uh <laughs> The wonder of the internet. Um, I know, right? <laughs> and we'll see you next month. Bye.